Welcome back to Mishnayomi. Let us continue in the seventh parak of Mishnayas Truma. Finish the parak with Mishnah 7. So we're in 7-7. Seven, seven. And then begin the eighth parak with Mishnah Aleph. Zora es Achazman. So again, from yesterday, we had these two kupos, these two boxes. One had Truma and one had Chulin, and we didn't know which was which. What happens here is you then go ahead and you plant one of the boxes. We're not sure which one is the Truma that you planted. And if you recall from way earlier, the beginning of this Masechta, if you plant Truma, so then you must immediately uproot it. What about now when you don't know? Maybe you planted the Chulin. So he said, so says our Mishnah, Zoras Achzman Potter. You plant one of them, you don't have to uproot it. You can assume that it's the Chulin you planted. However, then Vashnia, Noag Batruma. But then you have to assume the second box, the box which you did not plant, is in fact the Truma. However, as we know from before, Mayor is going to tell us it's still Chayav and Chala because we're not going to say it's Vada, it's certainly Truma, and therefore you're still required to take Chala off it. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, no, it is not subject to Chala because it is considered Madame. Zor Achas is Shniyapater. If someone else goes ahead now and plants the second box, he too is exempt from uprooting it because we, he can say, no, I planted the Chulin. However, Zor Achas so this is very similar to the last few Mishnayos, but if one guy planted both of them, so then, now you have, a tr- you have a problem. However, it's a little different here, and the, the, the different caveat is that once you plant it, what happens to the seed when it gets in the ground? Some seeds totally disintegrate, and out of that grows a new, a new plant, and some seeds do not decompose. But Dover Shazar Kala, something that does decompose, such as wheat or barley, then, once it grows, it's permitted to be eaten by non-Cohen because you have no, no longer have the remaining truma that's there. With Darshaim Zarakala, but if you have something that does not decompose, such as garlic or onions, it is forbidden to be eaten by a non kohen because it's still there in the ground. Mishnaches, Paraches Mishnaal. As you recall from previous uh, Mishnayos, there are some people who are permitted to eat truma uh, sometimes. And that is, a woman who's a daughter of a kohen, she's allowed to eat truma. Once she gets married, she's seemingly forbidden to eat truma. Uh, so long as she's married, but if she, she gets divorced or the, uh, the husband dies, if they do not have kids, she goes back to her father's house and she can resume eating truma. And there was a whole discussion what happens then if she goes ahead and eats the truma when she's not allowed, does she have to pay the chomesh, does she have to pay the extra vit? Our mission now has a different case where we have a woman who's permitted to eat truma. She's a bas Israel. She's, uh, her father's not a kohen, but she's now married without children to a kohen. She's allowed to eat truma. But they come to and say, Your husband who was away, anytime uh, a woman's husband is away, she's still allowed to eat truma, because chazaka, she has a chazaka, she has the, um, she has, she has the working assumption that, that her husband's still alive. Until something tells her otherwise, we can assume that her husband's alive. So she's eating truma, even though her husband's far away, and then someone comes and says, I give out. So sorry to tell you, your husband is no longer, which means now that she has no children, she goes back to her father's house, and she's no longer permitted to consume the truma. Or your husband divorced you. How can he divorce her against her will? We don't do that nowadays. The answer is, she knew she may get divorced, so she appointed someone to be her agent, but she assumed that the agent hadn't gotten to the husband yet. And they said, no, 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 no. Actually, the agent isn't. You are divorced. So she's no longer married to Cohen, and therefore she's not allowed to eat truma. So what's the din? Does she have to pay the chomish? Before we get to that, let's discuss another case where there's someone who is ordinarily not allowed to consume truma, but because of their life circumstances, they now are. And that is an Evid Kanani. An Evid who's owned, a Kanani, a non-Jewish slave who's owned by a Kohen, so they have, they, they too are allowed to consume truma. 
people come and say, your master died and you, and you were inherited by Yisrael. Although normally inheritance goes to a child. Here, let's assume maybe the, the husband, the master had no had no sons. He only had daughters. And he stipulated the daughters, get it? The daughters are married to Yisrael. Or he stipulated that this goes to his daughter that was Yisrael. Whatever it may be, your, your master died. You're no longer owned by Yisrael. Or you're sold to Yisrael. Or your master gave it to Yisrael as a gift. Or actually, you know, you're freed. You've been emancipated. You're no longer a slave. And therefore, once you're no longer a slave, you're no longer belong to the Kohen. Thus, you may not eat truma. You're now a full-fledged Jew. But yeah, Yisrael. And now we're on this topic. You have a Kohen who's eating truma. He thinks he's a Kohen. He's always assumed he was a Kohen. And then someone comes and says, actually, we just did some research. And we discovered that you are the you are the son of a forbidden union to a Cohen. Your mother was a divorcee, or your mother was a chalutz, meaning if you have a couple and they have no children, and the husband dies, so the mother, the wife, excuse me, the mother, the, the wife has to now do chalitza with one of the brothers, or yibum has to either marry one of the remaining brothers or do chalitza, the all uh, ceremony with the shoe. And once she does chalitza, she's now forbidden to marry a Cohen. And this Cohen founds out actually you're not a you're not you're no longer actually a, a, a actual Cohen because you're your mother your father you're a product of a forbidden union of a Cohen. In all these cases, Eliezer Mechayev Karen Vachomish Eliezer says, we in this case you're consuming truma whether you are the woman who finds out she's no longer married to the Cohen or the slave finds out he's no longer owned by a Cohen or a Cohen who finds out he's not actually a uh, halachic Cohen. So you're essentially Yisrael, and therefore, as Yisrael who consumes truma unintentionally, you pay back the karen, the principal, and you add on a fifth. However, Yeshua poter, Yeshua says, no, you're not obligated to pay the fifth. Now, there have, if you start looking in the in the uh, commentary on the side, which we're not going to do because of time, Rabbi Yeshua actually is, a case is very limited to a very specific case where you did you you had to eat the truma in a hurry, you didn't have the requisite time to do the research. But for now, we'll just the simple case is, is of you, it says you're obligated to pay the fifth, and Rishua says you're not obligated. Let's discuss a similar situation where someone thinks they are a Kohen, it turns out they're not. A Kohen is standing there bringing his offering. And it's known to him, it's known to him, he gets a text message on his Kohen phone that says, actually you are the product, again, of a forbidden union, a divorced woman or a chalutza. Everything you've offered are invalid. Only a Kohen is allowed to bring a carbon, and it is invalid because you're not a Kohen. Rishua Machshir, Rishua is Machshir, Rishua says actually kosher, because Rishua learns out of the Psukim that after the fact a carbon brought is considered valid. However, no Baal Mum, if he finds out he's a Baal Mum, which is a physical defect, then he's disqualified for bringing a carbon. A vodos absula, an abam mum, is, has more power than just being a kohen without a, um, without a, um, without who turns out he's not a kohen. But a abam mum is a mamish absul to the extent that he has to now bring all the kabbonas or have all the kabbonas brought again on his behalf. I wish all of you a wonderful day.